Last time on Video Night. Great. And now. Video Night. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Michael. So I went to the doctor today, and uh, he had some strange news for me. What news? He said that I was immortal. I had inside me blood of kings. I have no rival. No man can be my equal. Just, uh, you know, just letting you know. Hmm, okay. That's good to know. But he said, he said I could be just the only one with that, but um, eh, in case he changes his mind, there might be some more later. I don't know. He, he, it was very weird. Yeah, I think maybe your doctor is just like the producers of the... <laughs> Highlander series of movies? That's weird. He said I had Lambertitis. Which is, you you can't really see very well, so you have to uh, just stand really close, and you can't read cue cards. You just have very bad vision, and accidentally cut people up when you're making (laughs) movies, right? I mean, that's... And the only weird side effect besides, you know, them being immortal is uh, every once in a while I just randomly go, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess everybody we're talking about, I guess you figured it out, right? Highlander? Yeah. Oh, is that what we're talking about? I thought we were talking about the prophecy. I watched the wrong movies. Um, Okay, so we're going to have to do this next week. No, I'm just kidding. Like, I know every Highlander movie by heart. It's ridiculous. I'm going to concur with that and say, yes, that is ridiculous. (laughs) Because you had to rewatch them, I think. Yes, yes, I had to. I was like, no, no, I pretty much have them all stuck in my brain, except the last one. The last one, I don't really know that well. Well, I had to peruse... A lot of information about it, uh, including the last one. And yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's start at the beginning. In the beginning, a Scottish man was hired to play a Spaniard, and a Frenchman was hired to play a Scotsman. <laughs> yes, that's here's the weirdest thing: is Sean Connery clearly is the big star here, and he's playing second banana to a guy who had just been in the Tarzan movie, and he's French playing a Scottish sword and sorcery warrior, and then we have you know the debonair Sean Connery playing. Uh, What is the character's name again? It's Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez. (laughs) Okay, I don't have these movies memorized. I totally lied. Ramirez, for short. I'm going to go ahead. And he's, I'm Ramirez. I lied. I did not watch the movies. I just stared at posters for hours and made up my own movie in my head. Yeah, that's just as well. There's a little bit of affection that I have for these movies, but not a whole lot. I do. I have Um, so much affection and frustration at the same time. It's ridiculous. Yeah, frustration is mostly all the way there. Did you... Including with the first one, really. Did you discover this franchise fairly early on, or did it take a while? I I think I might have seen the first one after I saw the second one, but the second one came out in 19. I was 16, and my dad took me to see it. I had the same thing. I saw the second one before I saw the first one, and I'm like, why are we watching part two? Well, we've all seen the first one numerous times. I've never, no, I've never, I don't know what's going on. Just shut up and watch it. <laughs> okay, so let's do the first one anyway. All right, let's go. For 500 years, they have waited for this day. Two immortals able to survive anything but each other. Highlander. Starring Christopher Lambert and Sean Connery. Featuring original songs by Queen. Highlander. There can be only one rated R. Uh, so the story is about Connor McLeod who gets killed and then he stops being killed. That's the weirdest. He gets killed thing. by a guy named the Kurgan. They need to die first in order to trigger the power. It's not like you're just like, hey, guess what? You're immortal. It's like, uh, oh, what happened to me? 
<laughs> I don't understand the getting killed to be triggered. What's the deal, Michael? You is it the trauma that triggers it? Or let me ask you this. Is it like the mutants where they have to have some something sort of traumatic thing happen to them as a teenager that kind of ignites the power? Or say this. What if you have the Highlander thing going on inside of you, but you're like, you know, an IT guy. You know, you're just on computers all day. You play it safe. You know, every once in a while you'll get some sushi. Maybe you'll get food poisoning. That's the most you ever get. You never actually die until you get like 90 years old of old age you know? <laughs> and then like, you're uh, 90 years old forever and then you're 90 forever <laughs> uh, i was also thinking that a traumatic experience that guy might have is spilling hot coffee on his lap <laughs> spider-man 3 was so terrible oh i'm a highlander now <laughs> <laughs> this is as close as he comes to death that uh, he knows of anyway our connor guy then Decides to just live his life in seclusion, I guess? Yeah, I guess because he doesn't want to kill. He doesn't, yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't want to kill either, but the Kurgan is also an immortal. How? We don't know the Kurgan story. He's just a big bad guy. Release the Kurgan! <laughs> so the Kurgan hunts him to the ends of time, which is 1985. That was the end of time, by the <laughs> way, because that year, that's the song uh, I Died in Your Arms Tonight came out, and that was the end of the universe. That's, that's the end of the universe? I actually, I really like that song. <laughs> I do too. But it's just like, it's just like so sad. Like, I kind of want to kill myself too. Oh, end of everybody's lives, not necessarily the universe. <laughs> what I found interesting is that there was this big wrestling scene at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, that's... that really had nothing to do with the movie. It was just a setting. The camera's zipping around the wrestlers, and you're like, oh, what? What? What is this? And then there's Christopher Lambert walking around with his trench coat okay cool then he fights a dude in an underground parking lot anyway it's, it's just who wrote it gregory wyden stories or just gregory so wyden wrote the first one he's actually a good writer i mean he wrote backdraft he wrote was he 14 Prophecy. years old when he wrote it maybe he may have been like right out of college i don't know what what sells why do some good uh, writers write certain things i mean like they'll start with one style and then they'll switch to another why is it john sales is so insanely good at writing like these like monster movies and then he'll go and do the little tiny finance ones you know like the the personal stories uh, yeah lone weird. star and all that yeah 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 that's interesting i don't know well sword and sorcery was hot at this time and you know gregor wyden sold this when he's fairly young i should look that up see how old he was but I'm, I'm assuming it was right out of college or soon after. It's one of those projects that maybe he just wrote it because he thought it would sell, not so much speak to what he was into. Because if you look at Highlander and Backdraft, two wildly different movies. They are. This just seems like it came from a child's imagination. Child, I would say more like a middle school kid who just discovered Iron Maiden and heavy metal yeah. comics. Sure, or <laughs> Queen. I mean, obviously Queen did songs for the soundtrack, and that's great. Their song is good, and is also insane. Their song is insane. I just watched the video right before this and the song is bonkers in its construction now which one are we talk about who wants to live forever or the one that i just sang the uh, one that the you just recited Prince of the universe yeah. yeah princes of the universe is nuts it goes all over the place
really crazy song, and it's repetitive as all get out. It's just not. Okay, let me ask you this: Have you ever listened to the album these songs are from? It's a kind of magic. No, I haven't listened to it. Wait, isn't isn't that from Highlander as well? Didn't Kind of Magic play in the movie? So that's three songs. And Freddie recorded uh, New York, New York, but that's, that's in the weird. first movie. But I think it's the very last song on Kite of Magic is uh, the one from Iron Eagle. Every time I listen to it, gimme, gimme, fried chicken, you're like, well, how do you, why would you end a song like that? I don't understand. Insanity, dude. Yeah. Craziness. <laughs> They're like queens. They can do anything, whatever. Oddly enough, this was their last successful album, but it's their, one of their most experimental. I yeah, think. that song, like I said, it's goofy. It's cool and it's dorky all at once it's weird it's so strange but yeah it, it is <laughs> it's perfect fit for the movie because this is one of those movies that's such an it's an oddball movie as much as that's great about it is also awful yeah they get russell mulcahy who is a style director he's not really a content director i don't yeah, think well, he's, he's really interested video in the characters first, or the acting so. just seems like he's there for flair and flash but that's not a bad thing Thing. Yeah. I mean, what Duran Duran, right? Video directors that went on to be better than music video directors. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Fincher. That's just one. I said a lot, but maybe there's just one. <laughs> Fincher. First movie is actually not. No, a it hit. bombed, but it got a cult following, like really, yeah. actually, kind of quickly, considering. Yeah, I thought it did well internationally. I kept looking around trying to find what the box office results for the international was because I was like, somehow this had to have been such a huge hit. No, it's just in the five years. It was more successful. No, look, it was five million versus twelve million. Yeah, still not enough to cover the, you know the budget and reason a sequel, but it was on video and HBO and all that stuff playing over and over and over and building a yeah. massive audience. This was during the day when you could do that. Look at FX2 came out five years afterwards because it built a massive video following Beastmaster on HBO all the time. <laughs> the, these franchises would get revived later because by then you know profits from video sales and rentals and TV sales were huge, and that's what happened with Highlander. So you fast forward to the sequel and nope, not what? yet. We no, have to get no. to the- no, the, there's a reason. The, re- the reason why is because there's something that is established in the first movie that is also the title of the second movie. So, what is the quickening, not the sequel? Say that again? What is the quickening, but not the sequel? What is the quickening, but not the sequel? You know what, sorry, I forgot. It gets confused. <laughs> I, it's like some immortal gift, like the gods granted to the humans or something to become immortal and they fight themselves out for a championship. But then it's weird. In the second one, they're aliens from another planet. Oh, uh, Two versions of the second one. See, okay, so there's this prize. There can be only one who gets the prize. Whatever that is, nobody says what the prize is. Yeah, what is the prize? The movie ends. He wins. He's the last one, apparently. But what's the prize? Uh, so is it a curse that they live forever and they have to fight each other? Because it seems like a punishment for some reason. It seems like it's an amalgam of... Dungeons and Dragons sort of things without the dragons and without monsters and just people magic and also Nordic mythology like Ragnarok but instead of just having it an all-out brawl it's one-on-one combat because that's a rule that would have been cooler if it hadn't been those rules change later i swear they change later when it's not a one-on-one combat but the thing is that's the problem with this franchise because the rules change every single entry and it drives you up the wall so and it's not just that every one of them is edited to death by the studio oh yeah uh so yeah yeah, these are independent productions was it panzer davis or the guys in charge yes and panzer i don't know if he's still alive now but he is the this is the only thing he's ever 
overproduced, and he was sticking with it. By God, yeah. he's gonna just drive <laughs> Highlander into everybody's homes and make them love it. And it did get into every home because not just these five movies. There was the TV series that lasted what six seasons. There was six the spinoff seasons. called The and Raven, and a movie which we'll get which to later. Which community still hasn't got to yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, and there was also an animated series, and I think a, an animated movie. And there's an animated game. movie, there's, and I don't. Yeah, the series was a child version of the character. It doesn't make sense. Don't. <laughs> they don't, just, they don't, just poke don't, each don't, don't. other. Whoever but, pokes each other the hardest <laughs> wins. <laughs> <laughs> but now, this he obviously lops the dude's head off at the end of Highlander 1. He got the quickening, which is like this uh, animated sequence of ghosts and light zipping into his own body. Which is apparently all the soul power of everybody else that that guy killed throughout the years. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. So then- why would you want this? <laughs> I would, uh, here's what I'm looking at. This this doesn't seem that much of a gift. If I found myself around year 400, going shit, there's nothing else on TV. I've seen everything. I've done everything. There's nothing else to do. Everybody I've loved has died. You know what? Lop it off. I'm not even gonna challenge you. Go ahead. But make sure it's swift. What if you're not swift and you only kind of get the head kind of off? Are, are they still alive because they're immortals? Do you have to take the whole head off in order to yeah. kill them, or can you kind of kind of? I, I, have- I think. Okay. Look, if it's dangling by sinew, probably I'm thinking. The cerebral cortex has to be separate. That's it. God, I hope so. Because it'd be really awkward. He's like, no, hold still, hold still. I got it. No, no, no. Hold on. Stop moving. Stop moving. I'm really sorry. I should have been a little bit. I haven't been working out at all. My my deltoids just aren't as strong as they used to be. I apologize. But seriously, stop squirming. <laughs> if that was on film, they would have to absolutely have it be a clean cut sort of thing with a sword. Because it looks cool. It looks cool on film. <laughs> Whatever. So the second movie. 500 years later. The hunt for the immortals begins again. Greetings, Highlander. You called? Highlander 2, The Quickening. Let's have some fun. Rated R. Now playing at a theater near you. Which is... It has really cool set design. And why? Because it's, like, industrial and Blade Runner-ish, right? Yeah. Are you sure they built these sets, or did they reuse these They might have reused parts of them, but I know they actually built those sets they that's where a lot of their money went it was to make those sets in argentina i think it was and i guarantee you that they sold those sets or rented them out i swear i've seen them in other movies it's quite if possible you watch what's the one with rugger howard split second i feel like they might have used part of it for that huh. yeah both of those movies are set in a very always cloudy always dark time and this time connor chris lambert again he's a super old guy and He's also a scientist guy who invented this thing. I guess if you're going to live for a long time, you can do whatever you want. But I, Because that was... And he uses his time, at least up to the point of the second movie, which is 2024, to be a scientist. So he just decided, look, I've got a good 50 years between now and then. I can I can just become a scientist now. <laughs> well, no, you have to have the mental capacity. No, he but, didn't but, particularly but, seem no, but, that brilliant no, 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 in the first no, movie. No, you can have... He, 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 he can have, be a scientist. He's, he can't do whatever he wants. That's the <laughs> lesson in this movie. You can be whatever you want, as long as you're immortal. So... He, he could be a lawyer, but he had to pass the bar. He took the test like 800 times over 50 years. He was like, I'm going to get this, all right? <laughs> oh, dang it. Keeps failing. Which, what's the one question that he keeps failing? I got the question. <laughs> the, question, the question? <laughs> the question was, <laughs> can there be only one? And he's like, oh, <laughs> shit, I don't know. <laughs> can there? Well, that's that's the only answer I know is there can be only one, but that's always wrong because there are many. There are always <laughs> many. But in each movie, there's only one usually. But here, 
he builds a shield and he's an old guy and he's just content i'm just gonna die I'm just going to die as a frail old man. Then there's these two birdmen that come down on basically green uh, goblins. They come down and start hovering around and try to kill him. And he's like, what the hell? What the hell? And he inadvertently decapitates one and gets the quickening and turns young again. And he's like, damn it. Damn, damn, damn. I was going to be dead soon. The flying creatures, they are from his planets, which everybody added in the uh, second. No. No. They were from the past. They were from the future past. Director's cut. I know. I, I haven't seen the Renegade. I've only seen the Renegade version once. I've seen the other version like 50 times because my roommate owned it and watched it over and over. They're and not over. from a <laughs> strange planet. They're, the strange planet is it, it's Earth and it's barren and it looks like Mars. But it's Earth. And the people are like priests and they all, I don't know if there are any ladies. But they're all dudes. I think I would have appreciated Highlander 2 more if it had been from Mars and it was those little guys from Mars attacks. <laughs> there can be only one though. Rack, 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 rack. And chop their head off. Instead, it's. <laughs> now you have a little. Whatever it is, now you have don't. a Chris Lambert head on a dog. Like uh, in the movie, Mars Attacks. Never mind. It wasn't like Invasion of the Bison. No, Mars Attacks. They did that with a Chihuahua. Ugh. All right, so. This movie, I've seen the Renegade version once, and I know that all these scenes are completely different. And I remember there was stuff that bugged the crap out of me in this movie because it was completely out of order. Like, no, wait, hold on, what? Well, how was he here if he was just... <laughs> and, and he turns out, what, how much did they cut out of the movie? A half hour, and then they reconfigured scenes? And, oh, and they, in fact, was there was a, a scene added way later added to the renegade version it's like a fight scene on top of a train sort of thing that they didn't have time to do or didn't have a budget to do and they got the actors they got them to do it like uh you guys got a weekend free uh i'm not doing anything i'm just shooting gunmen right now and uh i just got done with fortress sure i got a couple days yeah there's that he's got michael ironside as a bad guy great villain i love michael ironside but what's he doing in this he doesn't do anything except ham yeah true what the hell is sean connery doing in this he had just got nominated for an oscar like two years prior i don't understand oh, he's he was just in hunt for red october and indiana jones huge huge massive hits they must mo- he's having fun i guess and taking a paycheck and paying for like another house or something it must have a big paycheck you know i've been looking at the budget on these movies and they never seem to match up they say 35 million for the second one and i kind of see it but i'm like hey eh, sure 35 did most of go to sean connery a lot went to sean connery because the name draws and okay he had some cool one sort of cool thing that happened he's he's resurrected for no good reason he's honestly like a deus ex machina thing he's resurrected just so he can have two things happen one a scene where he's resurrected poof and he shows up on stage during a hamlet and he's like alas poor yorick I knew him, Horatio. Actually, the name is Ramirez. Will you get out of here? <laughs> Excuse me. A fellow of infinite jest, of most excellent fancy. Forgive me for interrupting your uh, conversation, but... Uh... He hath borne me upon his back a thousand times. Now, how abhorred in my imagination it is. Gorge rises at it. Here hung those lips that I have kissed I know not how oft. Sir, whatever you gentlemen felt for each other when your friend was still alive is certainly none of my affair. Get off the stage! Goofing off with the actors and everybody thinks he's part of the scene and he's just gone off script, which is a fun scene. 
The other thing that he's there for, the real deus ex machina, is to die and save Connor's life. Again. So, that. Yeah, that. Yes, exactly. It's Russell Mulcahy doing this. So it's like taking certain beats from the original movie and repeating them. Which is also known as the Highlander movie series. Can I say this? <laughs> That's all they do. Uh, repeat the first one. The movie poster for the first movie is one of the worst posters in history. No wonder it didn't make a dime. And the second poster is amazing. I love the, I love the poster. Hey, for the hey, one. I'm looking know. at the poster. What's it about? <laughs> uh, I it's don't know. Christop- it's it about a- Christopher Lambert's face. Yeah, and in, in all black and white and kind of like murky. It's, a, it's just a photocopy of a production still. Same thing for FX. And- if you look at FX, the poster is... Oh, Right. Brian yeah. Brown, all black and white, close up, it tells you nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. You get nothing, good sir. Nothing. <laughs> Foreign men. That's what it is. He looks kind of French. Highlander. I'm not seeing this. It's Highlander 2 is a mess. Highlander 2, the quickening. But the Renegade version is supposedly a little bit better. It's still a, a mess. Hey, look, at least Russell got his own director's cut. Finally. Yeah. So that's good. How has it been so popular? Could you think about... <laughs> How much of a mess it was from day one. I mean, it's just been a, a sloppy series that just keeps going. Well, it did keep going for a while. But I'm always stunned that, okay, so after the second one, which A Miracle ended up in theaters, and I think it's only because Interstar was this brand new company, and they wanted something they could put on their slate to get them noticed. So Highlander 2, they, they probably paid a big fee for that. But that didn't do very well. I mean, it cost $35 million. Dimension picked up the third one. Yeah, and it's like, that's the only reason it stayed alive is because these little companies, Canon did the first one, I believe. And then it's just been like little companies keeping this series alive. The first four ended up in the theaters, which stuns me. Because if it was now, I'm not even sure the second one would be in theaters. Especially not with a much, much bigger budget. Okay, so Highlander 3. A master of time. A master of illusion. Two supernatural forces from the past are about to wage war in the present. Highlander, the final dimension, rated PG-13. Was originally called The Sorcerer. In UK, in Europe, it's Highlander. 3 the sorcerer referring to the japanese dude in the cave who mentors connor in magic about shape-shifting perception basically (laughs) altering people's perception so you see connor look like something but he's not they're just changing everybody else's perception so that's the magic that the sorcerer has so besides that though he can open portals yeah that stuff too like teleportation stuff yeah Bending space. Well, we're not time. talking like Doctor Strange level sorcery. It's not like huge because, mind you, uh, Dimension was like, "Hey, uh, we'll give you five million for a twenty million dollar movie. <laughs> you can't afford that much." You have like three variations of this animation that you can use. Just use them sparingly. This is another movie, Dimension, edited to death, delayed over and over and over. I remember it was supposed to be a summer release, nineteen ninety four. It comes out like the third week of January, nineteen ninety five. I'm in the theater and I'm actually pretty much digging this. Me and my best friend Ron, we've been friends for 25 years now and this highlander thing is like a special connection with us but every <laughs> single time we, we we discuss it we're like let's pretend nothing happened after part three because <laughs> okay so the bad guys played by the bad guy was played by Mario Van Peoples. Playing the guy named Kane, who is a descendant of Genghis Khan. He's he's like the other brother. The Shadow has one descendant. Yeah. Because Genghis Khan raped and pillaged a lot, so I'm sure he has a lot of offspring. So Mario Van Peebles is the bad guy here who somehow he's walled in in a cave for hundreds of years. And when he comes out, he knows what sunglasses are, and he is totally <laughs> hip. I know to how to the drive. Vernacular. Here you take he the wheel. Know, he knows modern amenities. He understands the current vernacular. 
Yeah, it's lazy writing is what it is. It's lazy direction, <laughs> lazy writing. They get Andy Monahan, I think, is the director of this one, and I don't know who the hell that is or where he's come. He's a music video director. Oh, as well. all right. I think I'm gonna spend the entire episode talking like the rest of it, just talking about, like Mario Van Peebles, just talking like this. <laughs> this movie, it has a sex scene in it. I know I'm just, like the guy talking about sex scenes. All the time. What does that say yeah, about, about Kara Unger? But. It's hilariously cheesy. <laughs> it's like a Shannon Tweed sex scene. It's so cheesy. It's so like <laughs> it looks like a Prince video all of a sudden. It just changes. You're like, diamonds and pearls. Yeah, it's so awful. And yeah, it is very purple. <laughs> <laughs> I really actually respect them for cutting it for the American release because it would have just made me at the time in '94 just so. Why is this in here? <laughs> and it slows the movie down and all that. It's just so confusing as a point. But it was a really funny scene nonetheless if it had been andrew stevens and shannon tweed it would have fit in but you know not not, not yeah, a studio I mean, so are they gonna do the yeah, highlander in fact, I think this was rated pg-13 because dimension was smart enough to know that you know because the tv show they have a new legion of fans that are like in middle school and high school and you know that i think maybe that was why it was delayed you know they had to edit that stuff out but um yeah it's neither here nor there that movie is just like okay i guess that's a highlander movie but part three ignores part two yeah it it also kind of ignores the end of part one i really don't understand how that worked okay so obviously he aged but because he was in a dungeon or trapped in a cave that he didn't exist anymore that makes no sense no he still exists so he shouldn't have got the quickening yeah yeah right exactly this is why the writing is always bad in these movies <laughs> so endgame is the follow-up to this and this took like years for centuries we've been told there can be only one it's what drives other immortals to kill us. And I know you do. But now, in this world, in this time, I don't care about the game. I don't care about the rules. A supernatural enemy has grown too strong for any immortal to face alone. There has never been a more powerful immortal. What has always been a fight for one, neither one of us can beat him alone, has now become a battle two must face. You and Connor are like brothers. Together, Highlander Endgame. Endgame! Ah! Every time I think of Endgame, I, I scream about Endgame. I'm just so angry and frustrated. But yet, I've, I've seen the movie like ten times. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, a lot of time wasted. Uh, <laughs> Endgame came out in the year 2000, and this is the most convoluted plot. Endgame, it's called Endgame because it's supposed to be the final Highlander movie. They, that's what they did the last one too. They call it the Final Dimension. Like, well, it's cute that you used your own name, your studio name in the title, right? But are, are you saying this is the last one? Did you notice that happened quite a bit around? this time it seemed like there's a lot of sequels that always say the final or the last whatever and then no there'd be like five more sequels i don't understand you know the end yeah uh, stuff like that and bleeding a stone dry man that's what they try to do <laughs> yeah so so what is end game about oh my god so this one they changed the world up again this time there's two good highlanders adrian paul's character from the tv show has now been incorporated into the film series they say it's off reboot but i hate it when they do that what's the difference between a remake a reboot and just changing the history of a franchise i don't understand no does anybody even say remake anymore <laughs> everything's boot boot is the catch word 
It's gonna be yeah. Big. Well, in twenty my, years, my, people are gonna say remake again. I don't know. They're gonna no. They're gonna say reconfiguration. <laughs> Recon. <laughs> Redcon. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I guess it's more like that. So now he's been incorporated into it, and, and Christopher Lambert isn't in this one as much. He's not the main. No, star. he like he shows man. up. He's the Sean Connery character. Yeah, with greasy hair, very greasy hair. I always hated when he did that. It looked gross, like all slimy, like he was some sort of guy in a, the back of the porn shop. Hey, you got anything with boots? Yeah, I like boots. So what 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 is it about? I asked you. Adrian Paul is the main focus this one but isn't he encased in some sort of tomb like a monk he's hidden himself away so he doesn't have to do any killing and then they have to hunt him down and i remember donnie yen and uh, <laughs> uh Gosh, you, you see this movie a lot of times but you don't remember a single thing about i know it. i know that's because it's a bad movie it is because <laughs> i remember bruce payne's in it and he's with the shaved head and he looks like an elf which is weird bruce payne dragon is the bad guy he was some yes. sort of priest cleric bad guy guy who killed somebody's relative and then adrian paul was the fight and then and then centuries later they meet again type of thing and they're all how are they all immortal this doesn't make sense <laughs> why are there so many flashbacks i feel like there's just flashbacks in there to feed into the audience of like hey you want to throw something in there to distract him keep him from getting bored and all of a sudden he's like fighting a wrestler guy from the wwf and he picks up a big rock because i didn't realize the highlanders had superpowers and it's like oh this is just garbage and this is during that period when the wwf was so popular that just seemed like every other movie turned around you had a, a wwf guy in there for no reason like uh, universal soldier 2 and there was that rated rumble which is a wwf movie period right and it, well this, Hey, Ready to Rumble is great, but anyway. Yeah, I don't think I don't. I do not agree with you. <laughs> it's not a movie I expected to like. Don't worry. <laughs> but but I, I, okay, here's the thing. I'll, I'll explain something as to why Highlander keeps getting made and why we keep watching Highlander until recently. Because until, of directors with weird names. The reason is because there's an idea here, and the idea is kind of cool. And they made a first movie that met that idea mostly. And it showed us the potential of that idea. But the producers and the the writers, sadly, and even the directors, all continued to fail. Now, Mulcahy is almost the exception here because he made the first one. And he made the horrible second one, but the second one was actually ripped away from him in the process of it. So maybe if he had his own way all the way, the second one wouldn't have been so stupid. But there's an idea here, and that's what's interesting. And so we always go, oh, there's a new Highlander. Hmm, the idea, maybe they got it right this time. Maybe, maybe they didn't. <laughs> you just lying no, yourself. No, they didn't. They didn't get it right at all. <laughs> Ultimately, it's not important. The series. The TV series apparently is much better, does much more, but it still looks like total all-the-way Canada film. Canada! You know what's funny is... Because um, it is. I, I've, I've never seen the show. Yet I've seen the movies over and over and over. And here's one weird sidestep. There was a fencing class. I was a theater major, and I got my degree in theater, but I had to take a stage combat class. And for the most part, it was all theater people. There was this father-son couple that came in, and the father severely out of shape just so he looked like a half chewed meatball okay <laughs> and then his son who wasn't much better and um not special i'm not making fun of anybody special here but clearly someone who has been sheltered from reality and only watched stuff like highlander never anything <laughs> in real depth you know just like mass universe first highlander next and then sword and the sorcerer and that was it and his mentality was bizarro and first off he thought it'd be funny to poke me in the eye with his fencing sword because i was wearing goggles but he went under oh. the goggles and it poked me right on the bo the bone oh, under geez. the eye and i 
almost lost my shit on him. But here's the thing, for our final stage combat thing for the semester, we had to design a sequence, we had to legitimately act, write a script, but also stage the battle. And me and my cohort, everybody else pretty much had like, pretty solid bit. He decided to steal the plot for one of the Highlander TV shows. I mean, literally, they're playing the characters, it was a script from the show, and watching these two fumble around, but then all of a sudden, the old meatball does this weird tuck and roll spin thing up in the air, and I'm like, holy crap, that has got to be better than any Highlander episode, I never, I never <laughs> need to see the show. <laughs> so, so he pulled off this cool move that stunned everybody, and that was his end game, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was his shiny I, moment. I made a pun there. I, I, end game. Yeah, what's the source oh, of that one? What's oh, the source <laughs> of that joke? <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess, I, I don't have a lot to say. Donnie Yen does cool kung fu stuff for a second, and then is killed. Eh, okay. Endgame had Donnie Yen. That was his introduction to American audiences in an American movie that did not stick. Later, he did what? Blade 2? Blade 2. Also didn't yeah, stick. Yeah, then Shanghai That Nights. didn't stick either. But it should have. Dan- Donnie Yen is yeah. really, really good. And it's not just the martial arts. He is a very good actor. And he, I don't, if I recall correctly, he doesn't say a single word in this no, movie. No, he doesn't. The Highlander, he just flies around. I want to say this real quick. To this day, I still want to sue the Weinsteins over Highlander Endgame. Went and saw it based on the fact that, A, I like Highlander movies, even though there's no real reason to like them because <laughs> I keep arguing with myself. I'm like, you stupid more. Why do you keep paying five bucks for this? You know, but I watched the trailer. Watch the trailer for Highlander Endgame. And you see all these crazy magician special effect kind of stuff and in the movie you see none of this and i thought i was duped that's false advertising i still feel like they they owe me and then i'm like oh the dvd came out with the director's cut and i watched the director's cut and I'm like, what the fuck it's not here <laughs> well they did that also with and i know you don't like this movie but black christmas 2006 they released a trailer that had extra weird kills in it but we watched the movie in the theater and we're like ah where are those scenes and what studio made that movie dimension that's right kids dimension dimension yeah so the wine says get you every single time yeah those guys chop things up all right on to the source the world has fallen into chaos and decay there is nothing there but death where there is no law or justice. They are maniacs on that island. They must have seized the port. Only death and destruction. I found a monastery where the monks studied an ancient text that spoke of the source. And then he appeared. He has risen. The Guardian is awake. A time that even immortals fear. This is a trip. Now, Duncan MacLeod must join forces with the other immortals. I hear you're on a quest for the source. Brave man died to get us this far. To find the holy grail of peace. The Elder will see you. We seek the source. Are you willing to pay the price? And defeat a powerful enemy. So you have encountered the Guardian. A force that cannot be defeated. Before it's too late. Highlander, the source. He's coming. Which I was only able to see clips of, lots and lots of clips of, almost the entire movie. But I wasn't able to actually see the entire movie on its own. And yeah. it really seems like something that belongs in What Did We Just Watch? Is just weird movies, and this one is so weird. It's bizarro it's it's a mess too i've only seen it a couple times because it's actually kind of hard to find right. it was supposed to be in theaters lionsgate purchased the rights from the weinsteins which is stunning because those guys don't give it the rights to anything they're still holding on to the children of the corn franchise after 25 years <laughs> 
because that's a huge cash cow. Lionsgate picks up the rights, and they think they're going to launch the franchise. They're going to make a, a new trilogy with Adrian Paul. Right. And this is the first of that trilogy. It's going to be darker. It's going to be more post-apocalyptic. Which it is all post-apocalyptic. Everything is post-apocalypse now. Something happened between yeah. Endgame and now being the, the time of the source. And Duncan, which is Adrian Paul's character, Duncan McLeod, the cousin of Connor, he is now like a Batman hanging out on the rooftops. He hears a person getting attacked, so then he jumps down and does his Batman thing and stops him. And oh, all Bulgaria, right? This is like... It's all shot in Lithuania, Eastern Europe. And so he... So bizarre. I'm trying to patch this together from what I saw and what the actual story might be. You've seen it twice. I've only seen huge swaths of the film without seeing the film. His Watcher guy is no longer a Watcher because all the Watchers are, have disbanded. Yeah, there's no Highlanders left, I guess. Wa- watchers are introduced in the TV series, not the movies. So right. this assumes that you know because of the TV series. So the Watcher, Joe, he shows up in a car and take. is like, we gotta go find the source. Of what? <laughs> of what? Where's Gregory Wyden? We need him to fix this franchise. He's the source. What's the <laughs> right to find the writer of the story? Uh, sorry, sir. He's off doing Prophecy 4 and 5 uh, over on the other set in Bulgaria. Yeah, so they, uh, I don't know, there's some lady that he loves, uh, loved a long time ago that isn't the lady that he was also married to a long time ago in Endgame. They write yeah, her out. Every single time. They're all so complicated. They're all so convoluted. It's yeah. just insane, these things. But the bad guy in this is this dude who has a, a metal collar that he uses once, and it prevents you from chopping his head off. And so <laughs> this guy... Which, why isn't everybody wearing those? You think somebody would have figured that it's out? It's a like, really hey, interesting introduction to it. This He's big and white, and he's awful. He's like a muscle guy. and uh, Moves high speed. This guy hacked at the metal thing, and he's like, oh crap. Breaks his sword or whatever. And then he decapitates that guy, takes his you know it's a quickening crap and then he takes his collar off and doesn't wear the collar for the rest of the film <laughs> dumb but this guy is the flash he has the flash powers he can run around really fast i can't even remember how he has these powers how does he have how are all these people how these highlanders having all these powers like in, in the first one clancy brown is just this big dude is a savage monster so you know, he, this guy's the like... protector of the source so okay later in the film duncan and his group of people some fourth horseman of the apocalypse named mythos that's my favorite soup some other people they go and find this one guy who was affected by the source and it's this guy who's huge but not in the way that the other guy's huge he was with them but this guy is now corpulent like really really big just bulbous and lumpy and disgusting and he tells the story about how they actually found the source and the source chose one of them and that negatively affected all the rest that's why he's this big blobby guy and affected that one dude as the protector of the source but he's not just a protector he just runs around saying weird crap like this is the end of time! And it's super just weird. He's like a, he's like Bugs Bunny, but like a big meathead. <laughs> and he's like running around being all like, or, or oh no, not Bugs Bunny. He's like Daffy Duck. Oh, Daffy Duck back when was Daffy this. was insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But he's not doing the, that kind of laughing, but he's doing these big billowing phrases of stupid crap. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense at all at one point it does get daffy duck it does get really cartoony where duncan like runs around him really fast because duncan can run fast so duncan's basically elmer fudd in this whole movie yeah pretty much uh but he gets the smarts on him and he like buries the guy in the sand by running around him 
so fast that the guy, all he can do is turn around. So basically, he drills himself into the ground. This is also stupid. The fact that we even have this conversation about Part 5, why does Part 5 exist? I don't know. <gasps> they only showed it on sci-fi. Yeah, they showed it. They, they, they was so, it was so unliked by the studio. They didn't want to do a limited release. Not even a straight-to-video release, you know? They said, oh, let's just sell it to the Sci-Fi Channel, and then we'll dump it real quickly on video. And I don't think it, I think it's out of print. I, don't, I really don't. I've never seen this available anywhere else. I've never seen it on TV again, except this one airing, like, on... You know how there's still those little independent stations that they'll do the, the CW, you know? But during the day, they have nothing. Yeah. You know, one Sunday, they show the Highland of the Source, and I'm like, God, awful! Yeah, it's uh, written by Joel Swasson. What? What? Joel Swasson? Really? He took his name off you won't find it anywhere near this movie but he wrote it yeah and then he took his name off of it because it didn't work (laughs) nothing he does really works let's look at his resume he himself has said that he has buried like four companies and you know he started doing movies for dimension around this time that's funny that i joke about prophecy four and five because he's responsible for those as well which are from the (laughs) the same writer as highlander all of them shot in some weird dark bulgarian prog thing you know he's responsible for a lot of direct-to-video garbage here's the here's the name that he went by and they, you won't find it anywhere else and IMDB is really really nice about this except I'm I totally broke the story I'm a Pulitzer Prize winning podcaster <laughs> Mark Bradley is his pen name here it's not Alan Smithy or any other name like that it is Mark Bradley and there's only one credit and it's Highlander the source he was so embarrassed Joel Swanson. how is it that he was more embarrassed by this than the rest of the stuff in his resume that he kept his name on huh no idea that's a strange choice the Dracula 2000 series <laughs> yeah Brett Leonard broke out with Dead Pit do you remember Dead Pit at all the VHS sleeve that you pushed long ago the, Dead Pit you had the yeah. little eyes that would glow that, the cover the cover was one of those embossed video covers right? yeah just like Frank and Hooker want a date <laughs> and it had not the cover but the movie itself featured a major scene with a lady in her underwear hanging over a pit of zombies that's the guy Brett yeah Leonard, and huh? that's how he broke out and then well not really broke out that was like his first movie I believe but what he broke out with was Lawnmower Man and then it became like a thing that he could handle special effects so then he did he did hideaway and then he did virtuosity right virtuosity of course heavy on special effects and then disappeared for a very long time and then did man thing man thing worst marvel movie ever why would you make a movie about man thing it seems like it'd be like if marvel ever did an anthology series maybe man thing would pop up but doing a whole movie where man thing shows up for maybe five minutes of the movie and just people bitching each other as they run through the swamp and get killed it's one of the worst uh, terrible terrible idea to do it's awful. Yeah, and then he teams up with Lionsgate again because it was such a good job he did on Man-Thing to do Highlander the Source. Really? There was nobody else? Really? Yeah, well, Joel could have directed it, I guess. No, no I don't know. I don't know, who, <laughs> I don't know who you could offer it to. It does seem like the Highlander series, after Russell left the series, it seems like, who can we get? Who was a DP on this? So who was a special effects like Not legitimate. Who was a music video director? Yeah, well, that's actually the whole series, if you think about it in that perspective. None of these people are directors with a real history you know like they have a couple movies under their belt did russell already do razorback before the uh yes he did okay he did razorback in the 80s okay so he he had at least one 84 or something razorback's actually pretty solid i kind of like that movie but that's a good exploitation flick it's a good flick yeah weird and good he probably just was allowed to do what he wanted to do now they've been trying to remake highlander now they tried with ryan reynolds and they had a couple of decent directors i think lined up it's something 
I think they could remake. This is what remakes should be. Remakes should be of movies that had potential but just missed its mark. Stop remaking movies that are already like, oh, that's a pretty damn solid movie. There's really not a whole lot you could fix. Except, oh, update the special effects usually seems to be the excuse. This is a concept that could really work. And you could build... You know, everybody's about these big franchises now that can spread out, you know, these universes. You could actually kind of do that with the Highlander world. Yeah, I guess, but you have to really stick with the rules and you have to establish the expanding rules so that you can do that later and not just break all the rules that you set up in the first one. You know what stuns me is that Lionsgate paid that money for the franchise, you know, the license the franchise, and they only did the source. You think that they'd be like, well, we have to make up our money here. How about we try um, Wishmaster versus Highlander? Leprechaun versus Highlander, <laughs> you know? Highlander, the college years, you know, something. Oh, God. Van Wilder yeah. versus Highlander. Van Highlander. <laughs> With Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, see? Exactly. I, that's the perfect way to end this episode. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I think you got all you're going to get out of us about the Highlander series. It's got the little idea, the little germ. Somebody just needs to grow it into something decent yeah or just let it let it die <laughs> but it can't because it's immortal <laughs> all right everybody check us out on facebook under video night exclamation point and our next episode legitimate straight up episode is usually the episodes that me and andrew do together it's going to be the phantasm series in honor of its re-release yeah. and final chapter is it going to be the final chapter please tall man is gone let, let it be the final chapter yeah i don't know if i'm going to be able to see that one is it out ravager no what? it's not going to be out until like early october and you know no, I live in a town that doesn't play R-rated movies, oh. so I'm not going to be able to see it. So, now that I think about it, should we even do yeah, it? Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. We'll just do a primer on the other movies. Okay, so that's what we'll do. Catch you later, everybody. Catch you later, Billy Ted. I have no idea why. I just held my finger up to my lip like I had a fake mustache. I watched the wrong movies.